0: Hello and welcome to Cage Club, two fans, more than 100 movies, one cage. This is episode 114, The Flash, spoiler alert, from 2023. I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. And like we... Our schedule, like, we just got busy, which is why this took so long, but I think there was internal conflict, not between us, but, like, within us, like, how quickly... Do we let the world know that Nicolas Cage played Superman in The Flash? And the answer is, I don't know. Like, eventually, we just—it's well, it's now. Uh, well, I mean, Joey, like
1: this was something I feel like the two of us have been waiting for. Yeah, as, like never thought this would ever happen. Like I, I could die happy now, but we were—we were robbed of finding yeah. out the way we would have liked most. In theater by the director. What, what, what was he thinking? So like, since
0: we did Cage Club eight years ago, I've been getting daily Google alert emails about Nicolas Cage news. So I'm like, we need to know. We need to know new movies, you know, new release dates, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And this movie, not only like everything was spoiled in the first trailer, which Ugh. I was like, I'm not gonna give a shit about this movie. Like, I mean, I'm gonna see it, but like, I'm not gonna care. So let we watch it. I'm like, oh, so this first trailer spoils that there's Supergirl in there, and there's Zod in there, and there's a multiverse, and Michael Keaton's Batman. It's just like you put so much stuff in the first trailer. I yeah. watched the movie. I really liked the movie. Like, I'm not. I'm, I was. I was. Yeah. I'm not shooting the movie. I was like, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did. But I'm like, there's so much in here. But like, I'm excited to see it. I'm gonna see it. Let me go see it. And then. Mm. I message you. No, okay. There was news, or there were rumors, or there were like vague headlines that like the the flash cameo that's been decades in the making, and it wasn't spoiled for me mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, and this is this is like June. Hold on, let me find well, out exactly. Well, when Joey, it is.
1: if I if I may, because yeah. this because this. This reminded me of something very deep. Uh, I think around the time of maybe Pig, when Pig was released, Cage Mm. was doing interviews and and he might have, or maybe unbearable weight of massive talent. He let slip something about like someone asked, oh, are you like, is there any role you regret you didn't get a chance to do or you gave up or someone else played? And he said, well, Superman was one that got real close, but there might be something I may have done something oh, and I, don't I remember that okay okay because okay, i think we briefly touched upon it and concluded he must have been talking about the teen titans voiceover where he played superman you know and uh, like we kind of just like put it out of our minds but i, I, I like this must be what it, this is definitely what he was talking about but he almost like put it out there himself in a way uh unless like i made that up which i really don't remember me well, I, I know
0: that there was uh, there was recently, and I think we talked about it in a previous episode, I think on the Renfield episode, they're like, what characters have you not done that you want to do? And like, you know, he said he wanted to do Dracula and I think maybe it was Superman. There was a third one he hasn't done, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, okay, Oh, Captain Nemo. A- Captain Nemo. He's always going back. I think it's sure. Nemo yes. or Captain Nemo. Day. Um. So on May 24th, there was this news because the, the movie comes out j- June 16th and there's like these vague headlines and I'm like, look, I'm saying to myself, if it's Cage, there's no way I can avoid these spoilers. If yeah. it's someone else, there's a chance it won't be spoiled for me. And literally within 10 minutes of finding like the vague headlines, I get the Google Alert daily email and I click on it and it's just like, Flash director explains how he got Nicolas Cage. I'm like, motherfucker, like, well, come on. Like, what are you doing? And so, like, I message you and I'm yeah. just like, I have something to share, it's a spoiler. I don't know if I want to tell, like, I don't know, and I basically, I gave the, I gave you the option, and you said, you can tell me, and I said, Cage is in Flash, as Superman, and you're yeah. like, oh my god.
1: Yeah. I, my reasoning was, like, if, if you knew it, I should, then I'll, I'll know it, you know? I just didn't feel like, it's like one of those moments where it didn't feel fair. can you
0: imagine, like you were saying, how cool it would have been if, you know, three I'll tell quarters you, of the way through this movie. Yeah. You know, just like in, you know, you guys talked about it recently on High School Slumber Party about Across the Spider-Verse when, like, Donald Glover shows up, right? And it's just like, yeah, oh, my that's- God. Like, that's, that's, like, now we have a Donald Glover podcast, but it's the same kind of thing, right? Where are just like, oh, this is a very cool cameo that I didn't have spoiled for me that just popped up. And it and has then, a history to it. That cameo yeah. has
1: a lot of history behind it, you know? Like, he is, like, Donald Glover, the actor, the, the person, is sort of the, mm-hmm. the, the inspiration for Miles Morales, the character, to even be created, so...
0: And so if we had that opportunity to, like, when they're going through these different multiverses and you see, like, George Reeves and then Christopher Reeve and all these – and then you see just this, like, dark, broody, like, big kind of – you're like, is that a spider? And then you see Nicholas <clears throat> Keyes. You're like, oh, my God. And, like, all told us, what, maybe 15 seconds? Yeah, but like, yeah. like, it's so cool. And I remember other people in the theater being like, is that – like, just, like, the, the collective kind of, like, what are we seeing here? And I'm just like, man – I wish yeah, I wish so yeah. hard that we could have the saved but you know that's I, not how things work.
1: I think a lot of it was the marketing, you know, and they were worried that this movie took forever and there really wasn't that much interest and it's really kind of like, you know, they're rebooting the entire universe after so like yeah. it means kind of nothing. And so I they're really kind of stretching, I guess, but but it's such a deep cut that it's such a it's for such a specific niche Mm. part of not just like comic book, or comic book movies but like film like film kind of nerds or, or historians and things like it is such a weird shout out like I love it don't get me wrong it's like the greatest thing I've seen in movies in, like in my life it's like one of those dream moments where you're just like I, I just like kind of can't believe this ever happened I it want feels the whole like movie. like something like
0: Andy Muschietti who did the who directed it like was just like I want to work with Nicolas Cage and like I have the opportunity to kind of like fulfill a dream of his right like there's yeah. no there's no reason for it. like it's not like right. there's not like four different super like we talked about when we did the cruise podcast cruise club that like he was rumored as iron man like maybe he'll show up as iron man like he hasn't done that yet Mm -hmm. but like it's not like there's like three or four different supermen it's like all supermen who have actually existed and cage and it's like what why
1: what right yeah it would would be like if you know jack black showed up as green lantern which he was rumored to have played Mm -hmm. at one point right like it would be that but like about like the whole kind of thing behind the reveal it would have It would have played, like, the way Clooney played, right? The Clooney reveal, kind. it doesn't make up for it, but it's the same kind of thing where, like, thank God that wasn't spoiled, right? Right. Like, thank God the final Batman or whoever it was going to be, like, wasn't a tag. Or or you know what else was kind of fun about the Flash? How, like, Wonder Woman shows up. Like, that wasn't spoiled the way it was from Shazam and things. So, like... It's queer how, or it's weird how like what they saved and what they did for the trailers and the marketing and this and the that and like the whole kind of rigmarole of this movie. Uh, all that being said, I kind of I kind of enjoyed The Flash for like, A, it being like half of it being like a complete and total mess and B, the other half of it being like kind of just like a fun, wacky, cool movie.
0: I was just talking about this with a couple of friends this week, not about, you know, cage, but just about the flash. Cause like the flash was so maligned and so broadly shit on. Yeah. And like people, it seemed like decided. And again, like not, this is not like, I'm not trying to champion the flash here. Cause like the flash is like, I, I get why people might be like, why do I need to see if They're going to reboot it anyway or whatever. Like I get that, but it felt like before people saw it, they're like, Nope. Yeah. And they, yeah. For what it is, I think it's really fun. Like it's not, great, but I think it's really good, and I think for a superhero movie, it's like, it might be great, like it might be it's, it's one of the, it's better than most of the MCU movies recently, right? Like yeah. it's more fun, and it's like better put together, and like there's you know, the, the crossover stuff works well, and like
1: It tries stuff I feel like it, tr- at least it tried to pull some stuff off, and to I mean, you can call it what you want with the Michael Keaton thing, I think that was great that was my favorite part, I almost wish there was more of that, uh, I love Supergirl, I mean, You know, I heard it being compared a bit to, like, watching a video game cutscene towards the end. I don't play that many video games these days, so, like, I don't get that as much. But, like, you know, it just kind of, like, for a time travel superhero doppelganger movie, like, mystery kind of thing, like, it's fine. You know, like, there's, I don't get the hate either like okay if you can't stand ezra miller that's one thing all right Right. i understand that that's but like that's not what people are saying you know i'd like to know where you felt on this because personally i didn't see it as an affront to anybody i actually saw it as a loving homage if anything to these dead actors being portrayed in cgi being revived such as christopher reeves and things like that like I, i i that's where i get so confused and like it just feels like coming out and I don't know where that comes from really, but like that, that that's the part of the um, like the uh like the hate that I was most confused about.
0: Like, I don't understand. I think there's nothing bad about this. If anything, it's just like the multiverse thing is kind of tired by this point, but like, it's not, it's just that there's like been like four or five big movies in the last two years. I think that overall this movie is good. I think, think it's worth seeing i think even if you're like they're gonna reboot it none of these people are gonna stick around ezra miller like they might not stick around. like who you know what i mean like mm-hmm. any reason to not watch like i get that but i think if you're like this like people hate this movie it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense and i think especially if you listen to this episode on a cage club feed number one thank you but number two like you're never gonna we're never gonna see cage of superman again even though he right. was in teen titans go right like he was the animated but like yes, but see this, him yes. here. i was explaining to a friend of the show melissa linham She's like, I didn't love the cameo. And I was like, she's like so she, she said, like, I think she said, like, it looked weird. I'm like, well, I think they're, like, they're trying to de-age him to, like, 98 when the movie should have come out. Like, they're trying to put him historically in context. Mm-hmm. And so he's got, like, the longer hair. And he looks kind of weird because, like, that's what he would have looked like then. And, like, I think having the right framing, because, I, I, like you were saying before, I don't know that people know that he was good. Like, that the movie was so close to being made and to fulfill, like... Ten thousand people, or whatever, if that, like, number of people who like are excited about this, like, right. okay, yeah, I thought it looked great. Like, I thought the whole sequence was really well
1: pulled off. I pulled off like really well, and and to the degree where I was like, what was up everybody's ass about this spider like it looked awesome to see superman fight this yes. spider with all these smaller spiders being especially
0: after we just talked about on 1999 the where the spider wound up in wild wild west and see yeah. that and like here it's just like yeah. no this would have been cool
1: this makes so much sense to me in yes. superman especially knowing the villain was brainiac he had a menagerie of space mm-hmm, monsters mm-hmm, mm-hmm, at his mm-hmm. disposable and he throws this big giant spider down onto earth for superman to fight like I am if anything now I'm like agitated that like this movie didn't get to be made because of the sensibilities of the people behind the scenes at the time that like couldn't agree on shit you know for whatever was going on with the style and things in Hollywood but like I want this movie now so bad that like this scene is amazing this scene was so cool I thought they pulled it off you know to great effect.
0: I will say that I sent this link to you, and I don't know if you read the whole thing. I'm going to read the quote from here. But Nicolas Cage gave an interview recently that was talking about, you know, the the role he played as Superman or whatever. But he said that if you want to see what he would have done in Superman – in that Superman lives – watch City of Angels and I was like wait what and so here's the quote if you really want to know what I was going to do with that character look at my performance in City of Angels I'm supposed to play Clark Kent after that and I was already developing this alien otherness playing this angel it's a perfect example of the tonality you would have gotten for Cal L and for Clark Kent Clark would have been a little more amusing but Cal L had the sensitivity and the goodness and the vulnerability and all those feelings were kind of angelic and also terrifying
1: Whoa, dude, I see it. Like, he was gonna play him like a real alien, like a guy with, like, um, like emotional sensitivities that we don't understand and he doesn't, like, that's kind of cool. I'm gonna kind of rewatch that and and like, take his angel as, like, his alien Superman persona.
0: It's so cool and so weird and like it doesn't make sense when you hear him describe you're like oh no i see that because like superman is an alien so he's basically playing three characters right you're playing alien and mild-mannered reporter and superhero right and so it's a very difficult role to play for many number of reasons but to bring in like hey i was just you know sitting on stuff with andre brower for two hours watching (laughs) watching meg ryan take a bath right like to have him be like, that's how Kal-El is and that's kind of how Clark is and then Superman's like the, imbo- like, whatever, it's just, man, it's like, that's it's cool, like, it's weird, but it's cool.
1: Yeah, I like that. It's nice to know that, that that performance and that energy at least went somewhere, you know, and he was able to channel it through something and, like, what a weird parallel, though, between those those two projects and cool. I wonder if that. I wonder if that had any influence on why he took that. Like, you know, oh, maybe I could like play him the way I would have played Superman.
0: <laughs> that is. So we talked about when we did City of Angels, the episode. We talked about how he went from The Rock to Con Air to Face Off, and then City of Angels is like that's a weird transition. It's a weird mm-hmm. pivot because it's like mm-hmm. huge action movie, huge action movie, huge action movie. Kind of weird, ethereal remake of like a German express. Just like this weird, yeah, right? Like
1: drama, right?
0: And then, but if you think about like him going from. The Rock to Con Air to face off to Superman.
1: Perfect. And he's sense. like, I
0: have time in between. How can I prep for that? Oh, I can be an angel. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, totally. it doesn't make sense, <laughs> No, uh, but it also makes sense.
1: I think it makes sense creatively to be like, how do I maybe work through some of these acting choices and like, oh, good, maybe here's a project that can burn off some of my steam and like find this other character by doing this thing and that, like, I don't know, it makes sense to me. But like, how amazing would that have been to have, the, the you know, the trifecta as, you know, they're now known as of action movies, the cage trifecta, and then like, for that to be a fourth with Superman. Cause you know, that would have been a huge hit a yep. huge. Yep. Hit. That would have been the perfect time to release that because like the matrix comes after that, you know, like it comes mm-hmm. in right at the end of that era. It would have been a great kind of like fireworks farewell to like all of
0: that. Ninetiesness <laughs> man. Bummer. But you know, I guess we, we got Superman eventually and we got yeah. the alien angel thing in city of angels. And so, yeah, you know i don't yeah, think like a, yeah. i don't want to make this a super long episode because i don't want to talk about the flash cuz like cage is only on screen for 10 seconds but we do have two more, two more two more cage club episodes coming out in the next like probably month or so mike and i have tentative plans next weekend not this up week but next weekend to do sympathy for the devil which is out on VOD now and then later this month so we'll probably get to it in september i would guess the retirement plan comes out on VOD as well i think so this is a big big yeah. year cuz we had the old way in January, right? Then we had Renfield right. and then we had the surprise right. The Flash. Yeah. Then we have Sympathy and Retirement Plan and Butcher's Crossing is out somewhere somehow. Like that's What? How is that out? Dude, and also
1: Sympathy is supposed to be in theaters. Is it in a theater near you? Because it's not by me. This is a big year. So three four is already four movies deep this year released so Maybe there- five.
0: Sympathy for the Devil is playing at the IFC Center in Manhattan at 10.40 a.m. tomorrow, and that's the only showtime. So, like, yes, it's in Whoa. theaters. It's okay. not... But, I mean, it also came out 10 or so days ago, so it might have been, like, it might have, like, more normal screen time, whatever. Eh,
1: okay. okay. It's not getting the Renfield release, though. Nothing like no.
0: that. No, 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 no. Like, I think all these other ones this year are, like, quote-unquote, more normal for him recently, where it's, like, the old way is, like, straight to the VOD. Like, it's, it's going to be well, in theaters for a little bit, and then there's just, like, VOD, whatever. I'm, I'm glad next, you... The, I'm
1: sorry. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because like I was thinking about that today, about how ahead of the curve he turned out to be about VOD kind of stuff. Like he's nice and comfortable and that's his lane now. And now everything since like COVID like is going VOD, a lot of it is going there, you know, like either first or quickly. And it's not like an adjustment for him at all. It's like normal. Right. So like it kind of seems a little less uh, dirty now or whatever you want to say now that everybody's got to do it.
0: Yeah, it's the kind of thing where like people like look down on him. And they're like, "Oh, that's his VOD era." There's nothing good, even though the first ones like Jess and stuff, like we really like. But uh, yeah, now that everybody's jumps. doing it, like there's not there's not the negative stigma i think now we're, we're ex- it also like weirdly like makes the theater ones even more exciting when you get to see something in theaters oh, it's yeah, like oh yeah. this is not like not that you're like saying like this is a real movie but like this is a real like a real release right like this is like we're gonna go see this yeah, like yeah. on the big screen so and and it's he's great. had
1: one of those like every last uh three years right like or at least like renfield pig unbearable way to massive town mm-hmm. like all these were, so you know it's getting there he's doing good
0: but yeah two more episodes coming to you in the next like you know two to six weeks or whatever same with the, of the devil and the retirement plan I'm very excited for dream scenario which is gonna play a tiff in September hopefully that comes out widely this year because I'm very excited because the guy who made that movie made a movie called sick of myself which I love one of my favorite movies this year so I'm very excited for that A24 is producing this or distributing this and we've got a bunch of other episodes Mike and I coming up in the next you know couple of days couple of weeks so just check out cageclub.me for all those shows our regular shows our catching up on things shows well, then go to cageclub.me or anywhere you get podcasts. Go search for our names. And I don't know. I don't know how to do the sign off of this. We'll tell you all about it. No, we can't do that. <laughs> no.
1: Have a listen. I
0: don't know. What do we I'm see J- in Cage? <laughs> I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. And we'll see you right here next time. That's terrible on Cage Club. But that's it.
1: That's how we do